0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Of Geeks and Goddesses podcast. As always, I am your lovely ghost host, Fran, and it is February, everybody, the month of love, the shortest month in the year. Happy Black History Month, everybody it is so nice to be back in february it is raining over here it's been a little bit cold too and thank you also to the love for the harry potter episode i've been chatting with some of my friends on the side and they were literally like oh my god i forgot about all of this and it's crazy to see how kind of everybody was connected in some way whether it be like through the books or through the movies or through the theme park too like one of my friends was like dude Grad Bash, Grad Venture, like I completely forgot that existed. And I'm like, you're welcome that I opened that up in your mind. But again, thank you for the love. Thank you for the listens. Keep pouring the love. There's going to be still some amazing content coming your way for 2022 but in this episode if you saw on our instagram page out of geeks and goddesses i have my first guest of 2022 my love my partner my beautiful soul michael please introduce yourself to the ogg crew
1: yaudi my name is mike or michael whatever you want to call me uh i'm just here i'm vibing We're going to talk some mad shit today because Fran has bad (laughs) opinions.
0: No, you have bad opinions. You've said that to me multiple times. How we first met was through basically like Fulminal Alchemist, right? Or am I crazy? Something
1: like that. You can say that.
0: Something like that? Yeah. So we met through like Fulminal Alchemist because he has a giant Alphonse tattoo on his arm and you know, we geeked out over it. His car is completely filled with anime stickers. Like if you ever been in Miami and you've seen that car, if you know, you know, you already know that's his car. But basically like that's how we kind of connected. We've always known each other. And no, we haven't. <laughs> that's a lie. Let me reiterate that. We've known of every of our existence in the same circle. Can I say that? Yeah, sure. Yes. So we have known each other's existence for a while but then he became relevant in like 2021 <laughs> even though i've known of his existence since like 2018 or 2007 no 2018 we were photographed in a bunch of like local shows together but we never knew who the fuck we were so that's how we met and um our friend erica shout out erica love you that's bestie my best that's a fucking bestie right there <laughs> she invited me and my group of friends and old co-workers from Starbucks to her birthday party and then we that's how we met Mike and then we ended up finding out that we were in the same circle in some way shape or form and then that's how this beautiful friendship and now partnership we are now boyfriend and girlfriend has existed when we were getting to know each other there was a lot of talk of how many things we had in common right like we talked about movies we talked about video games a lot of anime too music too we found out that we were in the same shows half the time we were comparing dates and stuff like that so for us to kind of find like oh my god we're literally the same person and we've been in this we love all this stuff it was just really cool and we would talk for hours he would have to go to work at like 5 a.m. and he would stop talking to me at like 2 30 in the morning, and he would never sleep. So,
1: I still don't sleep. You
0: still don't sleep. which fucking sucks. You have to sleep more. Now that we have completed our eight months of beautiful relationship going on to almost a year. I found out that Michael does have very strong strong opinions on a lot of things whether it be video games, bands, specific albums, specific singles that have been released about specific bands, but most importantly, anime, this man is jam-packed with ideas and opinions that I think we stopped. We we like argued for like a solid forty-five minutes about something.
1: About Cowboy Bebop. About
0: Cowboy Bebop. That
1: is a mid-tier anime. I don't care what you have to say. Uh. I am here to rant. <laughs> So, before we continue forward, I'm going to give a discretion, a little trigger warning. I got some really shitty opinions. He does. And, uh, you know what? That's perfectly okay. And I think that's something that we need to start discussing in the realm of the anime world. You know, on TikTok and a lot of relevant platforms, there's always talks about, oh, who could beat who? Like, you see it all over TikTok. It's like, oh, Goku can whoop everyone's ass. I'm like have you guys ever seen like sakura from freaking
0: <laughs> yeah like um also there it was one it was future trunks versus madoka from madoka magica madoka won the whole time because she's a literal freaking mm-hmm. god people who have never seen madoka magica are like um, even
1: sailor moon or
0: sailor moon too like madoka is next to a planet she has a literal god Like, sure, Trunks can go Super Saiyan all he wants, but not towards Madoka. Like, I'm so sorry. You are talking to a god. Like, she sacrificed her life, basically. But how we first got introduced to anime is very different from you and I. Because when we first started to get to know each other, obviously, like, we would compare a bunch of animes. Oh, what we like, what we don't like, and whatever. And then the age-old question of, what was your first anime... Yours was actually different from what I thought it would be because, like, I feel like the conversation of, oh, you know, we've always known what Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and Digimon is, but we didn't really know that was anime. We thought that was, like, a cartoon, like Scooby-Doo or Looney Tunes or something like that. But once we become more sentient beings and understanding what anime is, then, like, yeah, I watched anime. But for me, my answer of what my first anime was, it was Speed Racer. And your first anime was...
1: Yeah, it really depends on how you see it, because I knew what anime was for the longest time. But I want to say it's Naruto. I'm still pretty sure it's Naruto.
0: Yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, you know, it was whatever was on Cartoon Network at the time, because, you know, there was stuff like... I don't know, codenamed Kids Next Door.
0: Codename Kids Next Door. My and gym and Partner's a Monkey. and, Ed and, Eddie, and Eddie, All Chowder. that stuff, right?
1: And then there was Toonami. Yes. And that's where it all began. So, like, I have two older brothers, uh, Joey and Steven. And, uh, unfortunately, they are the people who started this legacy. <laughs> we'd go on, like, road trips and stuff. And we'd stop purposely at a Barnes & Noble just to buy, like, manga. That's it. Just straight into that. So, I was exposed at an early age, and so Naruto was, like, the big one, and then, like, kind of Dragon Ball Z, which...
0: Is that pushing it?
1: Yeah, it's kind of pushing it, because, like, that was more so my brothers. The one I was always, like, in a weekly state of it, on Saturday mornings, Naruto was out. I was like, alright, let's go, guys. And so, the original Naruto has such a, like, a strong resemblance of, like, what I considered anime when I was younger... And then I watched four dubs, One Piece, the worst dub of all time.
0: Okay, so when he said, oh, I really love One Piece, I'm like, oh my god, four kids dub One Piece. Of course, gotta go Nami, gotta go Sanji. Like, that's exactly what I thought of when he said One Piece. So I said, no. I can't stand One Piece. And he was like, no, you gotta give it, like, you gotta give it a chance. Like, he tried explaining it to me and I'm like, I just can't get it. But then, obviously, once we started dating and once I started hanging out with him, like, way more, I started to get, like, an appreciation for One Piece. And now, like, I'm in love with Chopper. And I don't watch the, I don't watch the show at all. But I watch clips and I would, like, die of laughter or I would like tear up a little bit because he's currently rewatching One Piece. He's- I'm
1: almost done actually with my second time around because right now I'm watching weekly. I am also reading weekly, but I was like kind of bored of the weeklies, so I decided well it's time to rewatch the show because there's a lot of you know episodes in One Piece and that's the controversy behind it. You know we're currently uh, what uh, for the the manga we're at chapter 1041 or 40 at this time yeah and so you know there's a lot of chapters before that where you just forget a lot of people exist like i watched it again in the very beginning there's someone called gaiman useless this man lives in a treasure chest His like bodies conform to a treasure chest so for me it's like i would have never remembered this stinking man (laughs) but he was just absolutely a character and like That's why I wanted to rewatch it, to rebuild the the memories that I had when I was younger. Because I've been watching One Piece since 2009, like, actively now, with the actual sub itself. So, for me, it's like, yeah, this is it. This is really it. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
0: I mean, for for me, when it comes to, like, four kids dub anime, you think of Sonic X, you think of uh, Mew Mew Power, a.k.a. Tokyo Mew Mew, you think of Winx Club, you think of One Piece, unfortunately and like the reason why i gave up on one piece is because of the four kids though like it was so bad i think they did such a terrible job of bringing it to the western audiences that i feel like viz media would have done such a way better job than four kids but four kids got the rights first for some reason yeah and like naruto like, well, Naruto's through Viz Media, yeah. but they did such an amazing job. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna debate on that, because, like, have you ever heard, like, how edgy Sasuke is? E-
0: uh, Sasuke's super edgy. Sasuke's We gotta, su-
1: we gotta blow up the Hidden Leaf Village.
0: Naruto, I don't wanna talk to you anymore.
1: Why'd you kiss me, Naruto?
0: Why'd you kiss me, Naruto? No, he wouldn't say Naruto, he say Naruto. He I mean, would- yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, Naruto. It was just so edgy, and then, like, people like shikamaru what a god tier oh my god that that man is still relevant and like he's blown up on tiktok too i'm like wow this is fantastic this is exactly what i want to be seeing
0: (laughs) it's just it's so crazy to see how like naruto is so popular in toonami and then obviously like toonami's been going on since forever at this rate like i you and I would watch Toonami all the time. I would watch Toonami like non-stop. Like I will still credit Toonami till this day as the pinnacle point in my life at for like just introducing me to such an amazing world. And then that's actually how we first started watching Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um my first moments of Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood was 2010. We were on vacation with my parents, and we were just flipping through the channels. It was late night on Saturday, and the first episode of just Ed and Al on the rooftop looking over the city. That was my first moment of Full Metal, and I never looked back. I know for you it was a little bit different, right? Yeah,
1: for me it was episode forty three of the the Brotherhood. And essentially, it was like 5.30 in the morning. I used to have to be up at 6 in the morning for high school. I was a ninth grader in high school. It randomly popped up, and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? (laughs) Because it was just like people getting, you know, chunks taken away by guns. And, like, they're going up a staircase, and everyone's dying below. Mm -hmm. Because the people on the top of the staircase are just blowing everyone up. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching at 5.30 in the morning? Well, lo and behold, shout out to my two best friends at the time. And still very amazing human people in my life. Uh, Wayne Fearon and uh, Mr. Rubervia, Ubervia. Um, these two guys, we would just talk about like random shows all the time in high school. Next thing you know, they're like, Hey, you should watch Full Metal Alchemist. I'm like, Yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. Well, I got addicted, it was just <laughs> pure bliss. And so I'm like, Oh my god, I'm watching this, and the next thing you know, Episode four to three comes in, and here's me and like, I'm just like, what? This is that show? Yeah, that's bonkers because Full Metal Alchemist is not for the faint of heart. There is so much blood and gore and action,
0: especially if you remember from 2003.
1: It was yeah, 2003 was just you know, it was very lighthearted you know. There, there, are some, but not there, a there lot. Were,
0: there was a good amount of, 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 of blood, but
1: not compared to this. Not
0: compared to Brotherhood. Yeah,
1: because in Brotherhood, there's, there's just a lot because like all the homunculus and stuff, especially the battles with uh Roy Mustang and Envy and oh yeah, Lord. like and Lust, Mu- too. Yeah, and Lust, yeah and Lust, and like Roy is just blowing these people up with no hesitation. He, you know, as soon as you know, rest in peace, Mace Hughes. You know, as soon as he died. That's it, um, Berserker mode's yeah. Roy. Roy would just snap people, just dot, dot, bah, bah, dot, dot. And the next thing you know, like, these people don't even have a chance to breathe and they're just dead. And it's like, yeah, that's what I got to see, and, you know. And then it...
0: Riza had to be like, Roy, you just gotta, bro, you gotta stop, dude. Yeah, shout, was... out my, shout out my my wife, Risa. Like, she knows what the fuck is going on in Roy's head.
1: Yeah, there's just so much PTSD that this man lived from the Shvalan War. And so... Roy just had the, like, the outburst, and I'm like, it's okay. I just don't ever want, (laughs) I don't want to ever encounter you unless it's raining, (laughs) guy. So, for me, it was seeing that again. You know, I saw it when I was younger, and I was like, whoa, this is really intense. And then, to my two best friends, you know, telling me, well, guys, it's time. And I rewatched it, I caught up, and I became addicted ever since. And to me, that is still my favorite anime of all time will always be I watch it every year or try to make an effort to watch it every year. Now we're gonna specifically talk about dub. Because in the sense of sub versus dub, both fantastic. But holy shit This is what we needed in terms of dub. Like dub everywhere perfectly fine. But then full metal alchemist dub. That is just God tier dub.
0: It like wow like for me to watch the dub, compared to the 2003 version... Oh,
1: 2003, the, like, Alphonse was just pure... I could not. I think not, they,
0: tried, they tried way too hard. To make
1: him sound like a little kid. Like even a though little kid. Even though in the two thousand like 2003, um, they're still 14 and 15. Alphonse sounds like a six-year-old. It's just despicable. It's yeah. awful to listen to. Dub or sub, they're both bad to listen to. So, to me, I just refuse to watch the original. It's just a preference. I get that the first, like, 12 episodes are, you know, actual... Hardcore,
0: like... like,
1: No, no, they're... Well, they're canon, but more so the sense that everything else is is just awful to watch. I cannot watch that show.
0: If you guys never watched the 2003 Metal, Metal Alchemist, it's the... The reason why it doesn't make sense, like, for the rest of the show is because... At the time that the anime was coming out, the manga was still being written. So, that's why they had to branch out for this random-ass movie. What was it? The second star uh, on Milo's? Or, like, me. I didn't some watch him. fucking weird... It was so weird. Like, Edward was in World War Two, Like, a real-world World War II. No,
1: that's the end one. That's the very end of it. All. Oh, never
0: mind. Like, Edward died quote-unquote died and then the movie tied in with the anime it was so stupid i have the last three episodes on dvd i found it on be- on on big lots for like five bucks beg my mom she bought it that's it that's the end of that story but 2003 photo alchemist it's only good for certain episodes to really get that emotional narrative yeah. for the nina episodes it's Broken down to three instead of the one More chunk
1: that's in yeah, Brotherhood. That's what I'm saying. So, if you're really willing to, you know, hardcore Full Metal Alchemist, you watch, like, the first, like, 12 episodes. You just, I don't know, Google it. Watch the first 12 episodes of the original. Everything else, just watch Brotherhood. Because that's the only reason Brotherhood even exists at this point. Yeah. Is Yeah, it's just because at the time, the, the manga was being released at the exact same time. And it's like, what are you going to do about it? And so then um they're like yeah you're just gonna get your own spinoff and we're just gonna make it into whatever we want to just like darling in the franks you know the last five episodes butchered to fucking death i don't want to talk about big like space titty mommy you know who's, who's <laughs> she's literally half a ship she becomes half a ship this is not spoilers i don't care what you want to say about this this show came out like seven years ago now or something oh my, like that. no. It had to be no, like. No. I'm going to look it up right now. Five, so we're uh, going to continue our conversation as we keep going while I look I, up Darling in the Franks.
0: I didn't watch Darling in the Franks. Because ever, everyone was like, oh my god. What's what's her name? Zero. Zero two. Zero two. Everyone was like, oh my god. Zero two. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, if there's plot in this anime, like you already don't want to make me watch it at okay, this rate. So it
1: came out in 2018. Regardless of what the situation was fantastic such a great like narrative plot line in the very beginning then we just you know we <laughs> got the studio trigger and so everything just goes boom 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 upgrade 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 then the next thing you know zero two turns into like half of a ship and she's like in outer space like with no mask or anything as a big jar like gargantuan ship it's just awful it's the worst thing I've ever like watched and then the manga stuff went on and I'm like wow the manga, fantastic. The anime, what do they do? And so they do the same thing with Full Metal and so many great shows where, you know, they're just not enough time. And so things have to get rushed or they just make their own. Yeah. And that's what happens with One Piece right now, especially in like the transition where we're at in Wano. Wano is the most rushed ass shit. I'm like, I will gladly take a break so we can get the animation back on par. Because Wano is supposed to be sh- like boom, boom, boom. It is dragged out. They're and,
0: stretching out the Wano arc.
1: No, they're stretching out the animations, like, everything. It's supposed to be super quick, concise, and, like, that's how One Piece used to be. Well, because we are so close between the two, the anime and the manga, there's only so much we can actually do with it. So, it's like, alright, Oda, you could just take us a break. Like, Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, that show is perfection in terms of animation. And you know what they decided to do? Because season two just got announced uh, three days ago. So today's the 13th of February. Yeah. So three days ago, uh, season two just got announced completely. Or season three, whatever it is, of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. They're waiting an entire year. It yeah. is coming out in 2023.
0: Yeah, that's what I saw.
1: They're doing that with so many things. You know, we got the treatment. Same thing with Attack on Titan, Black Clover. They're just waiting a year. The They want the animations to be... Clean, concise, you know, we're all willing to wait for it. We don't want dragging out. I get weeklies. That's how it was. But, you know, at one point, One Piece took almost like a year break. And I get that just to catch up. And that's what I'd love for them to do now. Because, Wano, we're getting to the juicy stuff. And I really want the animations to be clean, just like it is in, like, the movies. Mm Because One Piece gold? Holy shit. If you have the chance, if you've been caught up with one piece gold is phenomenal animation. i heard i
0: heard really good things about it's gold. perfect
1: it's perfect like everything and even like Usopp, one of the most bland characters i'm so sorry Usopp fan, <laughs> sorry but, Usopp fans but he got so much like credit in that i'm like yeah yeah og
0: no. og straw hat finally yeah, yeah.
1: og straw hat number four yeah number four of the group mm-hmm Uh, yeah, because it goes Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Usopp, Sanji, Mm -hmm. Chopper, Robin, Frankie. Jinbei? Jinbei's the last one. Oh, okay. And then, let's hope that we get Carrot. I want Carrot. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. We want Carrot. I don't care about Yamato. I get it. Yamato's too new. Carrot's been an OG since Whole Cake. And so, I want carrot to come onto the crew carrot's a monster if you know we know but enough about this <laughs> let's go on to our next topic fran's gonna introduce this yes into it. so
0: not like we ranted because he'll he'll continue ranting so back to personal experiences we'll we'll go back to anime movies in a second because i do have some i do have some opinions on on certain anime movies we, we watched a couple already um but our personal experiences for me like, how you said in high school, for me, it started when I was, like, 10. And I would call myself an otaku because I found out what, the, what, like, an otaku was. So, I would personally call myself an otaku. I would personally call myself, like, a weeb. You know, I would be like, oh my god, I'm such a weeboo Haha, <laughs> so random. XD. Like, I'm a scene girl, weeaboo, whatever, right? And then that's when my bullying started. So, everybody thought that Pokemon was cool up until you got to middle school and then people called you lame and stupid. So, in my personal experience, um, I was bullied a lot because I really liked anime and I would like, you know, force kind of my cousins to dance the Haruhi Mia dance and the Lucky Star dance and I would listen to J-pop and then that's how I would listen to K-pop and then like I that would integrate like all my scene kid band music and even till this day I still listen to the same stuff because it evolves with time. But I know with you when I first mentioned to you like oh hey I used to get bullied watching anime he was like that's lame. That, I can't yeah, <laughs> I it, can't believe it.
1: It just never happened to me, you know. I grew up in a completely different realm. Uh so the difference in friends age and I is 2 years. So, I guess it's a little different, but not really different. Not, not, that, yeah, not by much. But, like, I didn't associate with all that stuff. Like, you know, I thought it was cool. I watched it, but I, a lot of the times I just kept to myself because I was doing way different things in my life at the time. You were active. Yeah, I was I was active. I used to play sports, you know. God bless my broken bones because there's way too many of those. But, um, you know, I played sports. I did a lot of things. I had all my friends and we'd hang out all the time. I was a super active kid growing up. And so I really just never like associated myself with that. I just watch on the down low and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's mm-hmm. like, I was still watching it. I think my nerddom started more so in high school than anything. Bear with me. I was in high school a long ass time ago. I started high school in 2010. So before you saying, oh no, you started high school in like 2018. No, 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 Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I graduated college in 2017 So, yeah, yeah. I was like, I have a whole bachelor's degree, but, you know, that's a whole different topic, but I started in high school, and for the mainstream animes, and that's when I got my Crunchyroll account, I got all that stuff I was paying weekly.
0: Funny enough, for me, I started Crunchyroll when it first came out, and you were able to have, like, watch anime for free, and if you wanted the premium to watch weekly episodes, that'd be, like, $15. Yeah,
1: I still pay that. Uh, I've been paying... Crunchyroll subscription for almost now 10 years. Oy vey. Yeah, I would get, like, you know, I had a weekly allowance. You know, shout out to my parents for that one. I would use my weekly allowance to solely pay for anime. I was binging the shit out of anime. And now I've watched easily over, like, 140, 200 titles in there. Not, right. like, little baby titles. No, like, there's One Piece in there. One, one Piece there's is in Naruto, there. There's Naruto, Naruto yeah. Shippuden. Those right there. That's almost... 1800 episodes between the two. We're not talking about Boruto. We're not talking about that trash bullshit.
0: Ugh. We're not going into it, though. Sorry, Boruto fans. But
1: uh, we had a different, like, sense of growing up in terms of that. And so even in high school, I don't think like I was wearing what I wear now. So for those who know me and for those who don't, uh, I am covered in anime tattoos. Now, yes. I am going to count them out at 1, two, three, four five six seven eight anime tattoos uh well nine anime tattoos and not little tattoos like there's some little ones but like i have a whole like upper arm sleeve done by mars tattoos shout out to my dog um and that's my entire you know left arm from jojo's bizarre adventure Mm -hmm. one of the greatest animes of all time uh i have a little gone from hunter hunter I have a little Digivice because that's part of my childhood. I have Chopper from One Piece. I have Munchlax and Kirby, but you know, those are my homies. I have Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist. I have Soma from Shokugeki no Soma or Food Wars. I have Mob from Mob Psycho. I have a little spirit from uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. I also have Megami from Paradise, um, the ending sequence in season one. Uh, from Jujutsu Kaisen. So, I have a lot of anime tattoos, um, uh, and they're just massive. And so, even now, like, most of my clothes, and what I'm wearing, I'm wearing a freaking skate shirt. Uh, shout out to my daughter, Chenpai Sucks. <laughs> but it literally says, do you see this shit, Gonpachiro?
0: <laughs> from the manga panel, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, from the manga panel. Uh,
1: so my friend Chenpai, um, she makes these fantastic shirts where she just takes the manga panels, and then she adds, like, the relevant quotes, um... There's a one from Juju's Kaizen, if you know Megami with his two little divine dogs. uh, And then the TikTok meme, you see these, these dogs, dogs in, these... in my yard? In yeah. my yard? No, Just... no, no. What the you Wait, heck are oh, no, like? never mind. Do you, you see these dogs? You see these, these dogs? dogs in the street? You know, upstairs, I'm going, I'm going hard. hard. <laughs> uh, Like that, that's what she adds to it. And it's super funny and catchy. But I didn't wear that stuff like in high school. I didn't consider myself an otaku. It and, was, like,
0: well. For you in high school, it was just straight-up band shirts.
1: I was, yeah, I wore, you know, I listened to, like, metalcore and pop-punk. So I was uh, very into that uh, at the time. And I guess I, as I got older, I strayed away from that. And I just wear anime shirts. And it's a vibe. Now in this generation, anime is massive.
0: Relevant. It is relevant. And
1: so we're going to talk about that in a later segment about relevant. Relevant
0: how it's it's cool now and it's not cool if you don't watch it
1: yeah and you know how fran got bullied uh as a child and a teenager yeah versus like nowadays like i've seen i've seen like six-year-olds dress up as like
0: like, junko inoshima from freaking danganronpa
1: no not i was gonna say like tanjiro from demon slayer oh true yeah or like nezuko yeah you know what i'm saying i've seen like little kids rock this stuff or like they even, like, their parents are cool as hell because they're over here rocking, like, the scout uniform from Attack on Titan. I'm like, yeah. yo, that's little, sick, little bro. Mikasa's,
0: little Nikasas, little Aarons.
1: Yeah, I'm like, dude, not even Aaron, bro. Aarons a, a little fucking. Little Levi's. Yeah, little Levi's. Little Levi's. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that's the stuff that we're seeing nowadays. I guess it's more so that, like, our generation, you know, mm-hmm. the millennials mm-hmm. are now having kids. And then they're putting that and they're transpiring all of that stuff from their childhood onto the kids i'm like yes the new generation (laughs) arises but then it's like damn i'm part of the new generation i'm gonna have my kids are gonna have to see this well our kids are gonna have to see all these tattoos on me and i'm like i'm not even done getting like anime tattoos i have an appointment in april in april with uh michaela bowden my artist who did um my soma fantastic one of the nicest humans of all freaking time i
0: literally can't wait to meet her i'm so excited She's
1: so she's such a vibe um she specializes in anime tattoos just like my other tattoo artist mars mars has literally done my entire left side of my arm like my my bruno tattoo my chopper tattoo my digimon my gone
0: so i will link them down below check them out uh mars i
1: got even more and shout out to my dog mike randazzo no one knows his actual last name it's randazzo but mike and Dazzo arts uh, he's done my mob and my uh, Alphonse tattoo. They are my two biggest pieces right now.
0: Mars and Mike are part of X Sad yeah. Fam. Yeah, Sad Fam. Sad Fam. Check out Sad Fam on Instagram. They always have amazing tattoo artists. We're going in April with, for the new shop. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. It's in Orlando. If you guys are ever up there, please check them out on Instagram. I'll link them down below. But... For sure, the difference between you and I is a little crazy because we're looking. We we looked at high school pictures of us, and first of all, Mike was like, "We wouldn't be friends." I'm so sorry, and I'm like, "You're right." I guess I I was a little kooky, crazy. I was different back then. I was a seamy weenie, but then also like, I guess because like Mike's a guy and I'm a and I'm a girl, and I think the difference between us, like, not to put gender into this, but. I think it does play a role of how we were kind of, like, integrated because in my group, it was six guys and just two girls.
1: And in my group, it's only guys. Yeah. There were, until Serena came into our group, um, you know, for us it, or, well, and Justin's girlfriend at the time, uh, most of us were single in high school. Like, I didn't get my, like, girlfriends until, like, college. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But you know what I'm saying? Um, Like, for us, it was always the boys and nothing more, nothing less. And I'm like, well, now, like, a lot of us are growing older. So we have girlfriends. Like, I have Fran. Mm -hmm. Uh, Justin has Linda. (laughs)
0: Serena has her. Yeah, Serena
1: has Josh. Yeah. But Serena was, you know, the one girl who would always join in our group. But she joined way later in our group. Like, my best friends from high school are still my best friends. Um, and they've been with me since 2010. Serena really joined their group, like, in 2017. Oh, wow. So, yeah. She she was, you know, we went to high school with Serena. uh. But for her to join later on was the really big thing. Because she just started randomly showing up. I'm like, yeah. And now Serena's a core member of our group mm-hmm. easily one of the funniest fucking people. she's so
0: funny we went to flanagan's and she had her lucario shirt and her sonic shoes on
1: and she also like carries like weird shit in her freaking purse like she carries handcuffs like fake handcuffs just for the memes
0: and and it was satin gloves too. yeah and it was
1: satin gloves <laughs> So Serena's a, uh, cosplayer, a massive cosplayer. Her cosplay work is fucking phenomenal. Her
0: Ari was amazing. Her, like she, she busted her ass yeah, for that Ari. Uh, she
1: also does, uh, the plague doctor, but like the woman, I like the woman, The, yeah. the Yasified, The
0: yassified plague doctor. Yeah, the
1: yassified plague doctor. And it, she's just such a fucking phenomenal human. Um, but she joined her group, and so we didn't have that growing up. We were just like the boys, nothing else, nothing more.
0: I mean, I think as the women, we er, like the guys would come to me and my friend for like advice. I've had to approach like st- our like girls, or how to like you know, do you want to go to a con together? We would go to cons together all the time. Um, I'm no longer friends with them. I think all of us kind of went our separate ways uh, freshman year of college. But then now transitioning into college, I think. It's more like you're you're more there's more freedom for your identity to flourish and there's more freedom for you to kind of like discover your friends because when you go to college that's it it's no longer your comfort zone you are thrown to the wolves and so that's how I met a lot of my friends now a lot of my friends from before but then that's when anime started to like kick in like 2014 2015 boom boom full speed ahead streaming services were now slowly accepting anime shout out to netflix Mm -hmm. that's how i first started and then crunchyroll started being like oh here you go hd 4k offline streaming
1: Uh, that's and that's what i use to watch like all my mainstream shows like especially my newer shows that i'm watching a lot of them i just offline yeah you know iphones nowadays shout out to iphones fuck androids you know like i said i'm sorry bad opinions bad opinions it's okay it's okay it's okay (laughs) but you know uh i have like 512 gigabytes on my phone so i just i yeah i just download absolutely everything everything (sighs) Mm -hmm. and i'm just like okay uh right now i'm watching uh walking on demon school of rumiku that shit's just pure fucking blitz it's so lighthearted and like adorable but um that show was like 80 episodes i just downloaded them all so i don't have any lag or anything and like when i don't have internet on my phone i'm just like yeah cool i'm gonna just pop it up i was watching one piece in the middle of edc
0: oh my god so there was this set at edc that he like we were waiting to see seven lions because that was like the hype thing it was cold as hell it was like 51 degrees michael didn't wear a sweater because he's a clown and he's like i'm okay and i'm like sure and then he was like, I'm falling asleep. I'm going to pop open One Piece. All of our friend group, shout out to the weebs, they were all dying of laughter in the middle of the set at EDC because he was like, I'm just going to catch up. If this set is going to take forever, I might as well just catch up. Me jamming out to the music. All you see is this bright light next to me turned around. It's Michael watching One Piece.
1: And so since it's I'm watching in sub. I just read, just read the subtitles. I like, I can already hear Orewa, Luffy. And like <laughs> I can I can hear the voices and I'm like, all right, cool. That's not the issue. Yeah. It's now just like looking up, seeing if something's going on or seeing like if it's a relevant song or something. You know, there's stuff I wouldn't miss. Like it was some band or well some artist that I just didn't know. And I was like, if it was like seven lines, you know, seven lines is fucking phenomenal.
0: Stop, drop everything that you're doing seven lines. Yeah, I put
1: everything in my pocket. I was vibing. Yeah. But like, I don't even know what we were watching at the time.
0: I don't know either that's how to me irrelevant he was and the drops that he did were kind of lame so i'm sorry if we have insulted you i'm just so sorry your edc set was just not good
1: yeah i was like yeah i was subpar so i was like "Eh," and i was just like yeah it's day three or it was a day it was the last day and i was worn out Tired. so i'm like I'm we old yeah in the middle of the set i'm just like doo, 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 one piece
0: one piece 20 minutes got it a low power <laughs> mode here we go
1: yeah but i was like yeah just offline viewing is the future and so i think like as more things progress now it's like hulu funimation we're not going to talk about funimation because Who- uh-huh. funimation is just like uh you know it's always been the thing for anime but it's Even, al-
0: but it's been always expensive at least on my end
1: yeah because well funimation they are the people who like crowdsource a lot of the animes that we watch nowadays but they are like yeah screw crunchyroll we're gonna buy out the rights and then so they bought out the rights for a lot of shows like you can't watch assassination crossroom on freaking uh on crunchyroll Crunchyroll. yeah you would have to watch it on funimation or i don't even think it's on hulu but, like, that's a core stable show to a lot of people, especially when you're starting off an anime. Yeah. So, there's a lot of, like, I don't even think Code Geass is on Crunchyroll anymore. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, there's just certain anime. Oh, that... that's
0: right. I think I tried looking up Code Geass because um Michael gave me his Crunchyroll account. So, I was like, oh, let me check out what shows are on there. Maybe I'm interested in seeing something. Fucking Code Geass is not on there. There's yeah. a bunch of stuff that's not on there. Um, on HBO Max, they have a Crunchyroll Criterion Collection. If you guys know what the Criterion Collection is, is that, um, the Criterion Collection in general, they grab movies that are, um considered essential for um viewing that are so rare to find sometimes or they're it's like a rare remaster or whatever so they put it into a collection there's like a streaming service that you can buy it from and you can watch it so the crunchyroll criterion collection is core essential crunchyroll shows like crunchyroll anime shows that you that is recommended for you to watch and it's cool that hbo max has that connection, so you really don't need a Crunchyroll account to watch certain shows like Blue Exorcist is on there. I think um a bunch of Studio Ghibli movies are on there because they have a connection yeah. with Studio Ghibli. Yeah,
1: like dude, you can't even find that on Netflix half the time. I don't think not even I, on Disney Plus. No, yeah, I think it's solely Spirited Away. It's on Netflix, but that's it. No, not, not no, not even that. Yeah, I was like, I know HBO Max uh, is a thing because uh, I had to borrow an account from my my friend Vanessa um shout hey, out vanessa. to vanessa for that yeah <laughs> uh, but i had to borrow her hbo max and i was like yeah i'm just trying to watch well i don't even remember what it was oh House moving castle and it was only on hbo max i'm like what
0: the heck is this yeah i mean don't get me wrong hbo max has like fire movies that i didn't think that half of them would be there like looney tunes back in action hell yeah
1: don't know what that is but... that is an
0: amazing movie but with like again college everything's becoming easier you have adult money now you can spend your adult money you have an adult credit card you can put things on your adult credit card and i would go to conventions literally all the time i think michael you've only been to like one convention or I've been, two i've been to a
1: couple uh like supercon down here
0: supercon animate miami uh magic city comic con if you guys remember um 2. too for me <laughs> i've been going to cons for like 12 years now i'm an old fart i've been cosplaying for that long too uh me and michael have yet to go to a con we were gonna go to holiday matsuri in 2021 but it was like way too close to um edc we didn't have money might as well go next year and then also the COVID cases too like we didn't want to do that going into like 2019 that's when musically aka tiktok blew up and also anime twitter I will be honest with you guys, I fucking hate anime Twitter. <laughs> I hate anime Twitter. It is so... Listen, I've been on Twitter for 10 years. My anniversary was a few days ago. I've been on Twitter for my chemical romance Twitter, band Twitter, um, video game Twitter. I've been through it all. I've seen it all, okay? Anime Twitter? I'm so glad that no one has to experience that on the outside michael i'm so happy that you're not on anime twitter
1: no absolutely not i'm on anime tiktok and that's also bad
0: that is also terrible we'll talk about that in a second but anime twitter like you have seven like you have like 15 14 year old boys telling you that you're fat and ugly and you should like unalive just because you cosplayed a character like Mm -hmm. that is so ridiculous yeah
1: i was like it's it's bad just depending on who you are and there's like fantastic fantastic like people all over like just you know cosplay for everything and i'm like bro what's wrong with you guys so example um on tiktok renee goddess uh she's a black content creator she's phenomenal what she does there are so many people out there racist who, racist just awful i'm like oh you're black you can't be, you can't cosplay yeah. sailor
0: moon you can't do mikasa you yeah. can't do this and i'm like
1: i wish you understood that that has no nothing. nothing to do with this right simply because they want to cosplay a character and their own rendition that's perfectly fine but stop harassing people in the comments yeah especially when they are so damn talented at what they do just because their skin is different bro tiktok it's toxic for that
0: tiktok is such a freaking mess like there's so many things that i see that i'm like how is this allowed like, how are certain people allowed to even have access to the internet? You know what I mean? Like, Hispanic cosplayers, too. um, Asian cosplayers, too. Just, like, people in general. They are just so freaking nasty. And then they want to bully, like, people who ha- are, like, starting off on the cosplay. Saying, like, oh my god. Like, why are you doing this version of this certain character? Like, you don't look like her. Why is the hair different? Why is the eye makeup different? Like, dude, shut up. I'm glad that there's at least a platform that people can, like, just do cosplay. Because before, back in the day, it was kind of hard because Instagram and Tumblr were the only two main sources. Before that, it was accosplay.com, if you remember what that was. And that was, like, the main source hub and also live journal back in the day because people would literally go step by step and show, like, their cosplay process, now it's a little bit more crazy because you have to subscribe to their patreon if you want to know what kind of warbler they used or what kind of heat gun but we'll talk about that in, an, in a future episode because i will go off
1: yeah i was like cosplaying is more friends thing, and you know like for home at, for holiday matsuri we wanted to do some cosplay stuff but like you know it's a whole different topic i was like i'm not so much like keen on the information about that kind of stuff so it's like you know it's a whole different thing
0: but we definitely want to do some some couple cosplays of our favorite shows that kind of like are simple casual but yet like it's one of those things like if you know you know that's why we wanted to try to do holiday mat city our friends want to go to supercon this year they want to do like a league group and we got to figure that one out. I don't even oh, know. Oh, I didn't
1: even know about that one. But oh, damn. There's, yeah, there's only one person I want to do, and that's a Moo Moo. Shout out to my best boy. <gasps>
0: a Moo <moo-moo>. Moo. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to redo Jinx because I did Mafia Jinx, like, years ago.
1: Yeah, I, I think, like, Jinx is, uh, like, super relevant now. Because Jinx of, and, yeah, and Caitlin and yeah, Vi. And all of them because of Arcane. Oh, my God.
0: Arcane. Oh, whoa. That's not anime. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, That's not anime. That,
1: we're not talking about that, though. moving
0: on so now with the now that we're talking about relevant topics of like how anime is relevant do you wish sometimes that it wasn't as popular as it is now because that is you don't care No, honestly
1: no i was like that's what i kind of like about it you know i like that now this generation of people is now well, they're now exposed to all of this Because back then, you know, there wasn't a lot of, like, platforming for this. Like, shows could get canceled at the, like...
0: The drop of a hat. Yeah,
1: just because there wasn't enough people watching it. And now that anime is so relevant, so many of the shows that I loved are making comebacks. Mm -hmm. Example, World Trigger. World Trigger is fucking phenomenal. The manga was going on in Japan still. 2016 happened. Out of nowhere, the anime just, like, was like, yeah, we're done. We're done because they sold their broadcasting rights to uh, like a sports channel in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, well, there you go. World Trigger is you know just done for the time. Well, because the manga was so popular, and Crunchyroll was like, oh, well, this is popping off. Like in 2020, I think it was like the number 12 most sold. Oh, like, geez. Yeah, most sold manga. They're like, yeah, we're bringing back season two in 2021, and so now season two is popping off. So, they ended off uh, World Trigger on episode, like, 73 or 74 at the time. And now we have a whole different season completing the saga from 2016. I'm like, this is why I want anime to pop off the way it is. You know, so many anime deserve the chance to have this recognition. Mm-hmm. Because these there's so many great animes out there and, and manga in general that just need that recognition that, you know, what we're getting nowadays... And it makes it so that all these, like, small individuals, small, like, indie studios mm-hmm. are rising up to the top. And so, I feel like if they didn't have the recognition that they we have now, oh, we wouldn't see shit. Like, do you think I was ever expecting Blue Lock to pop off? No. I'm waiting for, like, your Ravity Boys and, like, Spy X Family. Holy shit.
0: Oh, my God. Spy yeah. Family is, like, hype right yeah, now.
1: That's what I'm saying. But, like... A lot of this stuff is manga-based. Yeah. And out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, we're getting it. Season one. Yeah. Let's go. Or solo leveling. That is Jinwoo. Oh, my God. That is like a a Korean webtoon that's from like 2016. And I was... It popped off. Yeah, it popped off. And out of nowhere, there's like deluxe editions of the manga in Barnes & Noble like where it's like fully detailed and colored and fleshed out. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this out here like that? And same thing with, um, what the heck is this thing called? Um, freaking, uh, the God of High School. And oh, like, yeah, that one also yeah, popped off, too. where Crunchyroll is now starting to develop these things. Yeah. And I'm like, they're now seeing the relevance behind manga so and anime. Now
0: Netflix, too. Netflix mm-hmm. right now is, like, they are putting money towards actually like funding anime mm-hmm. which is crazy before it used to just be like oh stuff from like crunchyroll or stuff from funimation or whatever like all of the indigo league from freaking pokemon, pokemon. or something best season my opinion no, sorry facts.
1: yeah we're not talking about that though let's get back to <laughs> but this topic. um
0: so to me i think it's cool but at the same time god damn it yeah it is there is certain points in my life where i'm just like oh my god this is so insanely overwhelming like i can't even go to to like box lunch if i wanted to because i have 12 year olds screaming my head off like all that stuff yeah, like
1: the movies and stuff like uh i don't go on opening day to the, the oh anime god movies. don't yeah because like when mugen train dropped out for demon slayer i waited three weeks before i saw it because i was like there are little like 12 year olds roaming around and i'm like uh, uh. this is just making me paranoid and claustrophobic and i'm um, like the last time i dealt with this i went to go see dragon ball Super, the, Bro- the
0: broly Bro- movie the broly movie fire fire where that movie it was, was to so the point good.
1: where like it was just all dolls but there's people sitting on the freaking stairs in the movie theater oh just to watch God. that it was that awful was, that
0: was me with the first my hero movie okay so i was sick like i was like getting over my sickness this was pre panini by the way no one panic but i ran to dolphin mall because that was the only place that they were showing it there was people in the handicapped seats there was people sitting on the floor they oversold yeah bakugo went on the screen i couldn't hear it i couldn't hear it this was the probably the worst and the last time i ever bothered going opening day but um the dragon ball z movie it was pretty packed too The Mugen Train movie, I went the week after, and it was still pretty packed. Um, The last two My Hero movies, eh, not so much. Yeah, because
1: we we saw the last My Hero movie together. uh, Not that much. There was, like, ten people in there. No. But when I saw Mugen Train, it was, like, three weeks in. I was, like, avoiding all, like, the the TikTok spoilers and all this stuff. I saw it with my best friend, Erica, uh, and it was just me and her in the movie theaters. It was fucking blissful but here's me at the end of this sorry for the spoilers
0: spoiler alert for mugen train if you haven't watched it it's available on crunchyroll please go ahead and watch it. it's such an amazing movie
1: so uh when run goku died holy Fuck. shit the waterworks between me and erica happened because you know me and erica had our you know we already read the manga for this so we're like well aware that's gonna happen yeah but that's not what a, it, they no. made it so much more when emotionally his mom attaching. Came on? Yeah, oh, it, it was God. so much more emotionally attached because you heard the voice actor for Rengoku. Goku, you saw it like in big picture. So to me, it was like holy shit. Mm-hmm. But like, thank God it was just the two of us because Erica was crying for like an hour. <laughs> no, and we're like, we It was it was the worst. Like to seeing her heartbroken because that's her favorite character. She kins the shit of Rengoku. Before Rengoku was loved by all these people, all these people getting, like, freaking tattoos of this man. Yeah. No. There's a shrine for Erika of solely Rengoku that she had for, like, the last two years now, and she continues to add on to it. Yeah. And then, like, now everyone's getting Rengoku tattoos, and sets your heart ablaze, and, you know, all this shit. Yeah. But, you I'm know kidding. what I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I guess it's more so that, like, thank God it was empty for us, but there's some movies that this pop off and i yeah. refuse to watch them nowadays
0: yeah uh for me for the mugen train movie i chose a bad day to wear mascara and i was looking up the times for the mugen train and then it said mugen train ragoku dies and i'm here like why i didn't read the manga so i didn't know what happened but the movie theater was pretty packed pretty much adults nobody was spoiling it or anything everybody kind of respected the space but when the movie ended no one clapped Everyone just got up and left. And that was the most heartbreaking moment of my life. And then my ex-boyfriend made Rengoku his entire personality. And still does to this day, which is probably the worst thing. Like, Rengoku would be disappointed in you, you clown.
1: Yeah, that's cringe. Cringe! cringe!
0: Sorry. Anyway, moving on. So, now that we've talked about the relevancy of anime now, the boom, our childhood anime movies, I know you wanted to talk about... What is your top five? And we talked about our top five. You talked about it in the car and you were moving around some numbers. Yeah, so
1: I, I finally solidified it.
0: Is it laminated? Double sided?
1: No, it's not laminated. <laughs> I, I think it's still subject to change on how they do this and certain shows. So certain shows are still going on right now, as yeah. we know. Um, And I really wanted to see how they go. So I decided I'm going to just, you know talk about my anime and my manga preferences oh. and the manga preferences including light novels and why i think i'm more attached to those compared to anime because some animes just don't hit it for me the but manga, the manga, manga hits different sometimes yeah. you know some some shows are still going on versus some anime yeah uh for example uh maggie or mashai um that's still going on in the manga but compared to the anime, the anime the, en- the anime ended almost like ten years ago now, or something like that. Uh, and then we had the adventures. Of, yeah, we had the adventures of Sinbad on Netflix, like a Netflix exclusive. But we haven't heard anything still. The manga still going on, so it kind of frustrates me. Same thing with Blue Exorcist. We got the Kyoto Saga, oh my god, out of nowhere. This, the show dropped. I'm like, wow, this was the core, one of the core shows I watched, and it was in high so school. good too. Yeah. So the manga is. I believe almost done I haven't read it in a while but you know there's a, a difference between the two uh, and so to start it off my personal favorite and we're gonna start off with number one is Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is my first hardcore manga and my first like mainstream show that I watched completely and I've watched multiple times my first ever tattoo well second tattoo is a transmutation circle Um, for the human transportation circle. And then my first major large tattoo is Alphonse with some cats because that is just his personality. Uh, Alphonse means the world to me. That kid is just such a heartwarming individual who really is the most selfless, badass human. Uh, you know, he's living a shell of a man, you know, in his little suit of armor, just attached by a blood seal by his brother,
0: And he grew so much. Yeah, he
1: grows as just a soul, nothing else. There's no physical body yet. Uh, You know, at the end of the show, that's a whole different thing, though. You know, he gets his body back. Mm -hmm. And for spoilers, there's no really spoilers. If you haven't watched this show, this show is considered on, like, my anime list as the number one show in, like, terms of ratings next to Gintama. Uh, Also, a fire. Fire beyond fire. Fire as fuck, Gintama.
0: If you've never watched or read Gintama, do it. What is stopping you to read it? It is comedy. It is action. It's stupidity at its best, but it's so amazingly done. Gintama, ten out of freaking ten. That's how I I started reading Gintama through Shonen Jump, so I I completely understand. And I have a and I have a yeah. figure of him just yeah. standing there. Boy. <laughs>
1: um, so, like I said, it's just one of those things that's super high rated in the anime list came out in 2007 you've had time to watch there's this a lot of time you've had 15 years to watch this so there's no spoilers there's a lot of time. if you haven't watched it go watch it uh my number two and this is a hard debate because we're getting season three soon and the manga actually is awful for it mob psycho yeah i adore this show mob is such a lovable character and there's just his brother reagan my freaking boy Dimple, Dimple. you know
0: Dimple best character. N-
1: ah, no, you're killing no, me. Oh right uh, no, no, I, I think I Dimple's lo- good. I love, I love Mob to Death. Um, and so the whole point of the show is he's just a boy with you know, psychic powers and then there's the con artist himself, Reagan, who's like, Alright, I'm gonna abuse his powers because Reagan owns a company where he's a pretend psychic. Yeah. And he goes and vanquishes spirits and stuff. Well, he can't really do that. He needs to just pretend to it's do it. It's all just Mob. Yeah. yeah, no. know. He just pretends to do it with all his scams, like salt and, like, The massages. massages. <laughs> so Mob is, like, his protege who, because Mob doesn't have friends. And so he's like, I need something to do. And so Mob goes to this place looking for a job. Regan pays him, like, a dollar or two a day type Reagan's shit. He's
0: such a terrible because boss. Because Reagan, Reagan
1: doesn't make any money. But then here's Mob just blowing up people at the side, like, the thing. Yeah. So, Mob's main power is that he bases everything on his emotions. Yeah. And so, when he reaches 100%, Mob... Mob. Well, Mob blows up depending on what his emotions are. So, sadness, rage, anger, whatever it is. So... It is still going on. We just got the confirmation for season three. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations for that because it's been a long time since we got season two. Holy shit, season two is fucking bangers after bangers after bangers after bangers. bangers. So for me, that show, oh my god, I can't stand the manga. The manga is so poorly designed because there's shit, bear with me, One Punch Man is still going on in the manga. Holy shit, is it so freaking good! Mob Psycho looks like a twelve-year-old drew it
0: because the 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 mangaka can't draw. No, shit. no,
1: because that's not true. Because One Punch Man, if you've ever like looked at the, how he styles that, oh my god! Are it, you sure?
0: Because I, I remember I
1: read One Punch Man. No, now. I know,
0: but I remember him. I have
1: the manga for. Hold one.
0: Hold on, hold on. I remember somebody saying like he like the mangaka. Writes the stories, and then he tried to draw one Punch Man, and then he actually hired a professional artist yeah, yeah. to do
1: the drawings. But they, he did all Mob Psycho. By he, himself, yeah.
0: without pro- hiring the yeah, profi- versus, That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. But
1: it, so, to me, it's just hot garbage. I can't. So, watch the anime. I, I, yeah. I have the first, like, five books, and I'm like, yeah, can't do this.
0: Do yourself a favor, if you've never watched Mob Psycho, watch the first season. The first season is basically just the introduction, the cushion yeah, to the that, whole show. Yeah, it's the
1: everyday life of Mob. Yeah. And then it starts getting really intense. And,
0: there's, and then Col- everything yeah, starts kicking there's in. There's a cult
1: leadership. Uh, there's a lot of ghosts and just a lot of kidnapping mm-hmm. and just blowing up. And you see the Reagan pop off in the end of season one. But it's just phenomenal. It, give it a chance in the very beginning. It takes like four episodes to pick up. But when those four episodes get through... Oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. so good.
0: Give it a chance if you've never watched it.
1: Number three, my controversial pick to Eh? so many people. Oh. Yeah, so it's called Shokugeki no Soma. Oh, Oh, (laughs) this one, yeah. So if you have not known this, in like 2014, this show came out. It blew up, in fact, as the, hey, we're going to turn food into porn and call it food porn. And so...
0: Etchy, etchy, etchy. Yeah, it's
1: mega etchy. You know, the main protagonist, Soma, runs a restaurant with his dad. Out of nowhere, it gets trashed, and these people hold him ransom. And so he's like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to make you the best dish of all time. The next thing you know, he makes, like, gacha roast pork. It's potatoes with freaking, like, wrapped in bacon. Because the people holding him ransom were like, we need the best meat dish of all time. And this, is, this is the first episode. Yeah, this right? is the first episode. Yeah, 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 And so he, they took all the meat dishes, like the meat from the restaurant, and they're like, "You don't even have meat." And so he makes this freaking potato cushions, like roast beef in quotation marks, and it's just potatoes and then it's wrapped in uh, like a demi glace sauce and bacon. And so these people jizz, literally orgasm, and they're blowing up like they're like completely nude. Um, I mean the, obviously you don't see yeah, yeah, they, like you the, know the sparkle bits are, the bits yeah. are covered. Yeah, the bits are covered, but it continues to go on. Every time there's like a, a judge or whatever happens, so this guy goes to school and it's the top culinary school in Japan. And so every single time someone tries food in this show, that's absolutely phenomenal, the that's most etchy shit happens. <laughs> so for me, I went to culinary school. I definitely know what it's like to have orgasmic tasting food and so for me it was such a personal thing because I think it's it this all is visualized it's metaphorical more than anything and so it's really funny to me it's more comedic than anything so I really just adore that but also the character so much is a hard-working character he's such a fantastic human Mm -hmm. who doesn't let his dreams and aspirations to become like the person he wants to be he doesn't let any of that go so for me he's just freaking phenomenal as a character he's my second big anime tattoo uh and then mob is my my other larger anime tattoo mm-hmm. um so for me it's that uh number four one piece i love this show it's just been a core quintessential part of my childhood so i always love it and i'm always like yeah get into it no no one wants to get into it so it's I, long. that's the thing you need to push through it I see the first 40 episodes are fucking garbage.
0: It's the introduction to yeah. the world. And no, it's right? not even that.
1: There's just bad villains. No core plot line. You're just meeting people. It's whatever. Oh, my God. The ramping of this show past the When you get to see it, when you get, so example, there's like some cat man. I don't know. He's just, a cat man. Yeah, he's, you know, he's whatever. He's a pirate, ex-pirate, uh, and he disguises himself. And, you know, he has like a cat napping pirates or whatever. Garbage. Arlong Park. Holy shit. Nami cutting herself or getting rid of her old tattoo. So, in Arlong Park, uh, this guy, I don't remember his name at all. It's missing my memory. Um, he decided to take over Nami's island, where she was born. And this guy was like, you got to pay me, or I'm gonna start killing everyone. And so, he started just stealing from the poor. And whatever he was doing. Uh, and... Here comes Nami's mom, a former marine. Well, her stepmom and this guy kills her. Outright kills her. Oh yeah, you were telling yeah, me this. Yeah, and it's emotional. And so Nami uh was a cartographer and so essentially she worked for um what do you call it, this guy and essentially um as she's working for this guy as a cartographer. She doesn't have to pay any money. She gets the tattoo symbolized on her, and everyone in the village starts hating her. Oh, why'd you betray the village? Whatever. In Arlong Park, she literally grabs a fucking knife and gets rid of the tattoo, and then she gets a re-tattooed of a windmill and an orange tree. And the orange tree symbolizes her late mom, and then the person watching over the village, the chief of the village, mm-hmm. Uh, he has a windmill that's on top of his head. Oh. Yeah, so it's a reference to that. If you didn't know that, that's what it is but it's just the foundation of where one piece pops off. Then you get all the tragic backstories. You get the Usopp backstory, which isn't that bad. His mom dies and he just wants to be a better pirate. He wants to be the bravest warrior of the sea. Uh, and then you get like, you know, Sanji where he fucking almost starved to death. And mm-hmm. uh, the person who was watching over him, God bless his soul. You know, he had his treasures. The treasure was nothing. The treasure was literally Nothing. Love that, yeah, and so they starved to death on top of the island because their ship got wrecked. Uh, and this guy lost his leg for Sanji, damn, yeah, and so that's why that he uses his legs only. Diable Jambe, the uh, Sanji's main move is solely the kicks because oh. it's, an, it's an honor of the guy, uh, the, the head chef. Not to give names or anything because I can't remember names for shit in one piece, there's like a thousand characters in this freaking show, so you know, it's just such a phenomenal story, Chopper. That's my favorite character next to Sanji. Uh Chopper's backstory is fucking emotional. Uh, he, I, you I, only I, showed me a clip. Yeah, I cried for days. I it was I was I was just rewatching it recently. I texted Fran. I was like, Fran, I'm
0: an emotional wreck.
1: <laughs> and I, I just showed her the, the thing and then she was like, What the fuck happened to this poor man? Chopper has broken like limbs and stuff. Bleeding and he, from yeah. his nose yeah, and he, everything. Yeah, with a like a black eye and everything because he's just trying to find a cure for uh his dying doctor and you know it's just really emotional and luffy is just such an enjoyable captain of the crew and he just really pops off and shows the best way to have the best attitude towards everything and you get so emotionally attached to these characters it's like wow this is that show mm-hmm. so for me it's like oh fuck i love one piece with all of my heart it's just fan fucking tastic
0: and last but not least your number five
1: but last but not least now this is a hot debate and this is where it comes back to the manga part of it all. damn
0: hot topic it is
1: jojo's bizarre adventure and before you start saying well it's jojo's the beginning of jojo's is hot garbage I can't get to the first seasons anymore. Uh, I have a whole dedication to Golden Wind to Vento Oreo, uh, which is season five of JoJo's Bruno Bucciarati, fantastic one of the best characters they've ever written in that show. Mm-hmm. But then the first like three seasons are snooze snoozefests. I'm so sorry, a John. Lot of yeah, people jo- would fight you, Joseph on that. Johnny. Like you know, there's some relevant parts. Season one, I. When I was first watching JoJo's, bear with me. I just started watching JoJo's back in twenty like twenty, during the very beginning of the uh, pandemic. So I was just watching it. It took me almost like three months to watch the first like oh. thirteen episodes of JoJo's because it was that fucking boring to me. Um, and I would just take breaks of it, and it was perfectly cool fine. Okay, I watched it. I get to the next season. I'm like, okay, Joseph's a lot cooler, right? Ah, yeah, we're gonna fucking suffer again. So oh, Caesar. Caesar, yeah. And like Lisa, Lisa, you know, it's cool. And then you get the people, um, the pillar men, you know, it's a little iconic, better. Iconic. iconic. Yeah. Then you get to season three and everyone's like hyping up season three. Yeah. You're going to love this one. Road trip. Yeah. You get the almost 120 episode road trip around Egypt to save freaking, uh, what is it? To to save or to kill Dio essentially. Um, again, yeah, again after uh, Jonathan in the first season killed him, whatever some crazy shit happens in plot line, uh, plot armor, whatever it was. Uh, Jotaro, the boys, Kakuin, uh Abdul, Ponarev, and Grandpa Joseph. Oh my God. Daddy is a lot of people call him. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a big old Grandpa Gilf.
0: And then we get part four with yeah. Josuke yeah, so and then, the crew.
1: For me, like yeah, like I said, part three is just ugh. It's so long, but then the end really solidifies it. Yeah. Why I get why people like it. The last like twenty episodes are gold. Part four is what brings JoJo anime back.
0: That's my favorite part.
1: Yeah, understandable, and I completely understand. The characters are gold. The like everything. It's just like the the style change too, because JoJo's has that really harsh line style. Yeah. And like it's on all their faces no whoever did the artwork for four was like yeah fuck this we're going to what well, i want to do
0: they're like oh, the softest brush
1: yeah and so it just brings out these great characters the plot line is 36 episodes and then like the last four episodes is like a movie essentially yeah holy shit they really pulled this out and it was the best season they dropped part five Wait. Holy shit.
0: But we waited a really long time. No, we
1: didn't wait that long. Right, I'll say it like this We
0: waited a, a solid minute.
1: We waited like two years, which is not bad for JoJo's standards. Didn't,
0: because... it, didn't part four come out in 2014?
1: Yeah, we got part five in 2016, like, 2017.
0: No, we got part five in 2018.
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was. But it was at the fat point. Minute. But like part four has like Kuichi, Josuke. I'm like, ah, Kui-shi. Rohan, the crew. Yeah, Rohan. Yeah, you have like so many great characters in this uh and then part five my favorite part at least in the terms of the anime so in part five we get to see the Bucci gang the butcherati the buchi gang. gang or the gang stars as uh that was
0: the single worst thing i've heard yeah, as... after, after the first episode the uh Jorno's was like i want to be a gang star and then immediately the credits i was like i fucking hate this yeah. show so
1: jorno the blonde legend himself He's a little mafioso, will wanna be mafioso, uh, and he's Dio's son. Uh, spoiler, not th- really. It's not even a spoiler at this point. Like I said, it, to me, nothing is a spoiler past like a year or two. Like if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Happy birthday! But Dio um, had a kid with this random lady, and then next, you know you get Jorno, and Jorno wants to join the. The Mafia from the inside, because he thinks the Mafia is absolutely corrupt and gross and garbage. Yeah. And he wants to create a perfect world within the Mafia. He gets placed inside the Bucci gang, and you see my fucking boys come out. And I'm like, ah, ah. Uh, Bruno is just fucking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Narancha. oh my god, what a perfect, blissful, mean kid. He's just so... (laughs) <laughs> fucking phenomenal. And then we're not gonna talk about Fugo. Fugo is uh Penacotta Fugo and he got his own spin-off on Netflix. I don't know how, we're not talking about oh, it. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I-, I think it's a spin-off on Netflix, but wherever it is, like they should have let the only spin off to happen was the OVA for Rohan in part four. Uh and I was like, Yeah, cool. And then we get Mista Mista, Mista uh he's just a fucking man himself. I'm like, wow. Misa with his little bullets. I'm like, there's no number four. You know, it's just a fucking weird ass thing. And I'm like, you know what? I like this though. And so, wait, there's, I mean, who am I missing? Uh, uh What's the purple guy? Uh,
0: I don't remember. Oh, I didn't watch part I'm five. Losing, I'm going
1: to look it up real fast. You're, hey, you're losing me here, Smalls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking abakio i don't know I'm, why i lost this
0: why'd you <laughs> yeah like, cool.
1: goody blues How, i don't know where why it slipped from my mind uh you know rest in peace whatever Not the Jesus point Just the, the, the plot line of this one it's just super fucking bonkers and so for me it's like oh this makes so sense. yeah i had to watch and theorize so much for it and then we get to part six which is where we're at now And it's not on Crunchyroll anymore. It's on Netflix. And there's a lot of... Mm. It doesn't feel like JoJo's anymore. Rocky
0: was pretty pissed.
1: Yeah. Uh, For me, it's not JoJo's anymore. It's just a Netflix show. Uh, I haven't even watched it. Um, That's how you know. We are done with the first season. Well, the first part, essentially.
0: They're releasing it in, like, three parts. Yeah. So that's why they're taking some time. So part one just ended right now. And that's where we are. Mm
1: -hmm. So in terms of like the Netflix, it's like, eh. so it doesn't feel like JoJo's to me anymore. I'm like, whatever. It's not the point. Uh, Because I used to get so excited for like all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." because I I heard that like JoJo's going to be a weekly thing. No, they just just decided to drop all of it. Bear with me. The characters in part six are fucking phenomenal. Jolene, Hermes. Mm -hmm. I was like, we get weather report. Like, there's just so many great characters. And this and, is
0: an important season. Yeah,
1: this is the most important season. And I cannot... I'm not going to spoil it because it's still going on. It is one of those things. It's still relevant. Uh, Pucci is by far the single best out of all the villains of JoJo's. He's the best to exist. Like, we had King Crimson in, um, in Part 5. Mm-hmm. In Part 4, we had Mr. Handman uh it's going to lose me on what the hell his name is because it's super important in part 7. Mm-hmm. Uh but I don't you know, it's losing my um what his name is. Uh but you know what I'm saying, part 6 is the pinnacle part of JoJo's and that's where it comes into the manga. And why I put JoJo's as number 5 because the manga for this slaps. Mm-hmm. When we get to part 7 and part 8, whenever this gets animated if it ever does because jojo's is notorious for the wait time i get it because jojo's is a chuck full of animation and they want to make sure it's perfect that's what it's always been like a rocky is a monster of doing that but part seven uh where we meet a new new group of people uh just bangers after bangers after bangers mm-hmm. uh we you know on tiktok it blew up dirty deeds done the dirt cheaper.
0: God. Yeah. 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 You know,
1: it's just one of those things. And then part eight, which is my favorite JoJo's, which is where we just left off. I literally have theorized like so much shit with Fran in the car. He picked me
0: up and we were driving to go get pho. And from the moment that he picked me up, he's like, I just finished the last chapter of Jojo and I need you to just listen to me.
1: It was me ranting for almost the 30 minutes. Friends, like, please end this.
0: No, I was like, I was interested, but I was confused at the same time because it's been a while.
1: Yeah, I was like, but he gave me the Wikipedia articles. Yeah, yeah, I had to pop up like the Wiki pages of this. Uh, it was like
0: four links. Yeah,
1: it, it was just a lot. And um, Gappy is just the best of all the Jojo's. Uh, and that's basically it. just JoJo's. Eh, you might not talk more about my manga because there's just a lot of manga right now. Like, Your Gravity Boys is uh, a banger right now. Yeah. And then, like, if we're going to talk about a uh, number six, as much as people don't like it, but Black Clover is fucking bangers. Um, and then I was going to put this originally for my part five, but it's really only because of the light novel more than anything. And, and that's that time I got reincarnated as a slime. This I'm is,
0: surprised that it wasn't on this list.
1: It's not. Uh, And that's my next major tattoo. It's Shion and Rimuru from that time I got reincarnated as yeah. a slime. I showed frame clips of the show. So for me, it's not in the anime section because it's still going on. One. Two. It's based on a light novel. And this is where it comes into my actual, my number one best friend, Yaron Daniel Shelton Richardson. Shout out to my motherfucking giant. Yo, he giant, said the
0: government the name. The full
1: name. Um, He's the person who got me into light novels. And he's the person who got me into reading the source material for everything. This yeah. is how I got into Progressive from uh, Sword Online. How I read all of that. How I read Overlord. How I read Blue Exorcist. All of this comes from light novel sources. Yeah the light novels for that time i got reincarnated as a slime are the most detailed ass things they show the true plot line the government status the the full adaptations to magic and then in the anime it gets butchered a lot the anime is beautiful i love it it's so phenomenal but it gets butchered compared to the light novels and the light novels that you can actually get them in Barnes and Noble's right now yeah um, are pure bliss. If you're a reader, I'm not a big reader, but when it comes to light novels, I'm a little slut for them. And it's okay to say that because they're just so phenomenal. And I will always say this if you have the chance to read the source material for a lot of things, if they have it, because some source material is just the manga, please get into it. Shonen Jump is two ninety nine a month. I know it doesn't, you know, if you have a credit card, it's to me that's not a lot of money. That's literally pocket change to me that's the three arizonas for a lot of people oh my god you can skip three arizonas for the day and you will get 2.99 for an entire month of pure manga there are literally thousands of title on shonen jump and that's where i continually read my weeklies my one piece my black clover literally everything is on there right now and so if you really want to get into like anime into the hardcore section of anime where you get the controversial stuff. Oh, the manga is much better than the anime. Uh, Whatever. Uh, Please just start going into there. That's just my hot take on it. Uh, So if you really want to start that time I got reincarnated as a slime and you're a big reader, start with the light novels. You will not regret it. And now to Fran's top five. Okay. This is where the controversy begins. So I know what Fran's top five are so i'm assuming i'm gonna just give it my little presumption on it no uh so fran has a lot of posters in her room so in this there's gonna be no matter what cowboy bebop there's gonna be full metal alchemist and then there's probably gonna be free in there
0: oh absolutely not all right i'm gonna stop you right there (laughs) okay hold on hold on hold on hold on so i'm not gonna go into like super detail with the ones that michael has already mentioned Because uh, you already kind of get the gist of it. So for my number one, I don't like putting anime in order. That's not my thing.
1: So let's just give uh, top five. Top five in in general. Yeah, in any particular order. Pop it off in there. They are in that section of France considered best anime. My
0: in in my eyes. Yeah,
1: in her eyes, and I'm not gonna say anything because anime is a very you know perspective thing fran only got into one piece because i was popping off on it
0: and i don't watch it i just have a a massive appreciation now. yeah
1: exactly and that's that's what it's going to be like same thing like fran loves kirby now i am a i have a kirby tattoo i've been obsessed with kirby since i was younger but so
0: i mean i always thought kirby was cute
1: yeah but you know a lot of the quirks that i have um fran now likes and like a lot of the things we like are very similar like steven universe that is like the one thing we can rant on about forever. Oh, if yeah. you haven't, if you haven't had the chance to do it, uh, episode five of of Geeks and Goddesses is, is a whole rant between her and her best friend Ari. Uh, you can literally listen to them for three <laughs> hours and forty six minutes. Fran does not let me listen past like an hour and a half of that because it starts getting to the spoilers. I haven't finished it. I was watching with my mom. We're not going to talk about that story though. Oh, whoa. That's a topic for another day. So I was watching it for a long time and Fran and I just got back into it and we're still trying to catch up and watch it. But there's a lot of stuff in the universe. So like we have different quirks for each other. So uh, a lot of this list is, you know, debatable, right? In my eyes, but I'm not going to say anything because generally Fran could judge me the fuck out of me.
0: I have been I'm for kidding. a
1: lot of the shit like so like Food Wars. Ooh, that is a hot debate. And Fran, mm. before we were doing this podcast, Fran was like, yeah, this is going to be a hot take for you. I'm like, it's OK. I'm ready to explain myself. <laughs>
0: It's like, I, I've been doing this way too long. So, for me, the general broad aspect, no numbers, nothing is going to be numbered in my list. It's just the top five in general, things that I love. Um, I'm obviously going to put Feminal Alchemist Brotherhood in there. That's a show that I stayed up till 2.30 in the morning on Toonami Watching. I watched the ending of it. I have been obsessed with it. I have two official Feminal Alchemist posters on my wall. I have the 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 freaking dvd that i talked about i have the first three volumes of the manga i got my sister into it I was gonna say Nina. me and my sister have matching um a heart made full metal tattoos i have uppercase she has lowercase she has a now shrine she has uh ed and al pop she has pin she has the hardcover manga i got her into it again finally after 10 years uh i love full metal that's it period end of story like mm -hmm. i love the storyline i love the characters there will never be an anime that can absolutely take that spot there's just so much memories into that show and i'll never get over it now my next one i don't know if you thought about this but Fully coolie, Oh, yeah, bro. F-L-C-L-C-L. What the fuck am I saying? FLCL, the
1: best like six episodes of your life. Yeah, it's just. I'm gonna uh, let me introduce this real fast <laughs> Robot Man Cool as Hell. That's all I get to That's say. That's all you gotta say because it's literally just one of those things that came out in like the early 2000s
0: 2001.
1: Yeah, and it was just skipped over by a lot of people.
0: And now it's considered a cult classic. Yeah,
1: and I see, and I'm like, what the heck? Because when Fran, this is also something Fran and I bonded over. It is one of those things where it's six episodes, but damn, those six episodes get to you. Y-
0: you have I feel like fully cooling is an anime that you have to watch literally like th- two to three times to fully mm-hmm. understand because there's just so much stuff. There's a lot of meta. Yeah, there's in that meta anime. stuff for
1: 2000. There were talking like about yeah. real intense stuff. Also. Can we just talk about Fully Cooley? is about fucking music and they have a whole dedicated no. album just dedicated to their music. Fran will literally binge listen to this album. That
0: album back to back. Shout out to the pillows finally being available on Spotify. There has never been a moment in time where I'm so happy to be alive. Yeah. Also. And that's because of the pillows. And shout out to Tata- to Tanami 2 for actually pushing this anime to the mainstream because in 2001 they were streaming to like Coolie as this brand new anime that's coming out and the dubbing the behind the scenes dubbing is amazing I love watching that um but it's just crazy to see how this anime popped off to the point where Adult Swim made two new seasons for fully and so, if you ever have a chance to just watch all the three seasons of Fully Coolie, go ahead. It's a beautiful show. Shout out to Ruben, my first guest of 2021, my homie. He gave me the Blu ray of the complete season, the first season of Fully Coolie on Blu ray. Look at it right beautiful, now. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Love the pillows, love the soundtrack. There has never been a show that has never, like, Oh God, is yeah. just crazy and I love her.
1: That's what I'm saying, yeah. And like, that's the cool thing about anime right now. Music plays an important part yes. in anime. And like, there's some shows like that have trash ass music. And there's some bangers. Like, bangers. Black Clover, oh, bangers. Fooly Cooly,
0: bangers.
1: bangers. JoJo's, bangers. Dude. And so the other one, and from what I was going to put also considering into it,
0: uh given Given.
1: i have listened to given i've read the manga for it so many times but that music's what gets to me my best friend and i erica were at one point going to get matching tattoos for given but we're like yeah no we're not gonna do that but so we got toilet bound hanukkah tune um we got that instead and that's perfectly fine because uh, that show is fucking pretty as hell. <laughs> I've been colorblind all of my life. Um, When I was a little kid, I couldn't see a lot of shit. You know, whatever. Colors are weird. And perspective colors is weird. But damn, that show is fucking pretty. Um, at that point, though, the music behind shows is really what carries It's important. Them. Yeah, because, like, Naruto has garbage-ass music. And there's, like, some really good bangers in there. Yeah. And then, like, the original Naruto is all bangers. And then Shippuden Sh- has, has what, Shippuden blue... Has, um what's the one
0: um there's an ending in there that everyone's like oh this one is so good yeah that's what i'm saying and but
1: like fully Coolie, fran will just binge no let's
0: literally like look up the pillows look up fully Coolie, and that's it it's there just listen to it and then moving on because you know i have i have some in my mind um the next one is gonna be eureka 7 i don't think anybody has ever thought of that one eureka 7 to me was eureka 7 eureka 7 eureka 7 i don't know Uh, no
1: it's eureka like eureka
0: no well in the shut up (laughs) because i watched the dub and they were like eureka so i read the manga that was my first manga to anime kind of transition and I have never been so in love with a show that has a mecca of romance suspense action like it's just so amazing that was the first anime that I actually begged my mom to take me to the movie theater because they were showing Odeka 7 good night sleep Time, young lovers aka pocket full of rainbows whichever side of the world you're on whatever I was so fortunate enough to watch it I was confused but in trance at the same time my sister was low-key kind of traumatized but it's that show that I was so highly invested on that. Whenever I meet somebody and I and they know what Eureka Seven is, I freak out. Yeah, and I was very and I'm very 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 fortunate and very lucky that they were able to come out with three new movies, dedicating the. Movies to Renton, to Anemone, and obviously to Eureka. There's another one that came out. I haven't been able to watch them because I want to rewatch all of Eureka 7. Eureka 7 AO was low key kind of a mess. Nothing really makes sense. It was just all over the place. I didn't really like it. A lot of the fans really didn't like it either. It was very popular in Japan though. And then we got the movies, which I'm very excited about, very, very happy about. And just overall, I love Eureka 7 yeah. for sure.
1: To the point where uh, we have a local anime store. That's not really local, but uh, it's in Lauder Hill. Um, if you ever have a chance to go to it, we're also going to shout it out. Uh, It's one of our favorite anime stores. It's called Siren, Siren anime. anime. But they've had a figurine from Eureka 7 for the longest time that Fran's been trying to get to. And the last time we were there, she wasn't able to get it because they just didn't have it. But the owner was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have it. But the wife brought it to like a con, a local con. Yeah. And, and so and
0: I've been staring at that figure. I've been trying to get that figure for almost like 12 years now. Yeah.
1: So it that, you know, I now understand it. Uh, can I butt in? I think I remember. Are you going to put a uh, cloud card in there?
0: Oh, Carcaptor Sakura. Yeah,
1: I thought you would put it in there because that's also your uh, no. on Fran's Google homepage. It's it is literally, my. It's her it's tapping literally the, the cloud, cloud card. card. So no,
0: no. But that's a good. That's a good one. But no, Carcaptor Sakura is not it for me. The next one, though, obviously is Cowboy Bebop. I love Cowboy Bebop. Toonami was the one who introduced me to Cowboy Bebop. I will never forget those opening sequences. I will never forget the moments with Spike with the gang and the Bebop. The live action is just a whole other thing that I will definitely talk about in a later episode, but for sure, to me, Cowboy Bebop is just that show that has really entranced me in the late 90s anime world. That is also another perfect dub in my eyes. They tried their best with that. They really wanted to capture the emotions and the memories of the Bebop. So beautiful. I can go on about Cowboy Bebop, but I'm not because I have to mention my last one. Do you want to take a guess of what my last one is?
1: Absolutely not. If it's not Neon Genesis, then I have no clue. That is point. so
0: funny that you thought it was Neon Genesis. Of you
1: have so many things for I like, do.
0: I have an Asuka figure, yeah. but that doesn't mean she's my favorite. And I was
1: like, I know you love uh, stuff like Trunks from, from Dragon, Ball, Dragon Ball, but the last one, it this could be a, a roundabout. Because Fran I have, likes her a lot. I
0: have two options.
1: I'm looking now, and I don't see anything. Because I don't think it's going to be Demon Slayer, as mainstream as that it's gets. It's pretty
0: new, but it's not my favorite.
1: I was like, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of anything, okay, honestly. So
0: I have two. Um, I have the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya.
1: Yeah, you're losing me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, or, that's that's a, the or, thing we we're talking about where Fran's like an OG Otaku. And I'm just like what is this
0: <laughs> or uh ghost in a shell standalone hey, yo, uh, but complex we're not gonna,
1: i say ghost in a shell is a little on a different side because it has like the live actions like the real big live actions. there's a
0: lot of there's a lot yeah. of seasons that came out for ghost in a shell but for me those two really did stand out in my mind yeah, because how do he
1: and stuff yeah a- i
0: mean akira is a movie but i wouldn't really say it is but standalone complex again it's another toonami thing that i would just stay up till late night watching it because i would love i love major makoto i love her so much um and then uh, um haruhi Suzumiya is the first show that i watch completely on youtube for free four parts sometimes i would even watch it in spanish if i had to <laughs> i would have put tokyo Not Mew Mew spanish. on there <laughs> i would put tokyo Mew Mew on there but i think those two really didn't cap like capture me as a person and those are my top picks so judge me all you want again i'm an og otaku i'm an og weeaboo michael's stuff is like high school college years yeah
1: my stuff's a lot more modern with a little like thrown in there because you know i'm gonna say the 2010s but you know like
0: uh mine's the mid-2000s yeah
1: like jojo's came out in the 80s what am i saying so JoJo's, the manga. Yeah, the manga and some parts of the, the original OVA oh, the, for it. Uh, yeah. So, JoJo's is part of there, um, and, like, the light novel for Slime came out in 2008, so... And Full Metal Occupants is an early 2000s thing, too. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain things, like, but I think their minds are a little more on the mainstream side. Yeah. And I think that's okay as well. And there's, like, a big comparison between, like, mainstream and stuff, but... Dog, at least it's not my hero. I'm so sorry. That's a that's gonna take a big take on there, but whoa, that
0: is not controversial, but that is a that is a pushy topic.
1: Yeah, I was like, hey, yo, my hero, (laughs) yikers. (laughs) But let's not get into that (laughs) because I'm about to upset everyone Everyone. from of geeks and goddesses here, (laughs) especially like our friends. Uh, At like, the
0: two auto talkers podcast, yeah. Anna Manette and Amanda. I'm sorry, Michael yeah. likes to talk.
1: Yeah, I was like, they just made an entire thing about this, and like, there's certain things like Sword Art Online where they are very. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, I love that show. But there's only great parts of it, and the light novel's way better. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, Amanda and Manette could rant about that, and then if you listen to their last one, they literally just had an entire episode dedicated, dedicated to, to Arlie the yeah. yeah. They just had an entire thing about it, and same thing with the My Hero movie. They just talked about it. Don't get me wrong. I like My Hero. It's fucking great in some aspects of it. Todoroki is my fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? I gave up. But- Am I ever gonna include that in my top like ten? No, absolutely Abs- not. No, I'm so right? sorry. There's just certain ones that like they're in this mainstream world. I'm just like, yeah, no, we could do way better. Yeah. Now the manga for my hero. If you
0: guys have read chapter three hundred and forty-two,
1: um, yeah. Yeah, my hero manga, a banger. Angers.
0: i uh, at the time of of this recording chapter 342 got leaked
1: but um yeah the the manga for things is phenomenal i just wish it was a little better for the the anime perspective but you know that's a whole different thing where i can binge and talk about manga like my friends like nelson uh max there's a lot of people i just talk about manga with all the time um that's a whole different perspective and so fun thing that fran and i are going to start introducing you will be seeing me a lot more oh yeah so uh this is our first episode together and we knew this was going to be a kind of a long one and when fran edits this she knows that it's going to be a long one too Mm -hmm. Uh, it takes a little (laughs) bit for fran to edit these out because she's a solo person Not anymore. I will be taking over a chunk of the social media page. And you will be seeing me a lot more. My ugly and yet beautiful face to Fran. You'll Uh, see
0: him on the Instagram page as the guest spot. Yeah, I will
1: will be filling in a lot of the stuff. So Fran has a lot more time to edit and produce these more. We're trying to make this a duo podcast potentially and maybe some little spikes and introductions i won't be in everyone because fran has a lot of different things where she could talk about versus me i can talk about manga i can talk about anime god i can't talk about movies for shit that's where everybody
0: else comes in yeah
1: that's where like a lot of our other friends like if you ever could hear Ruben talk about movies, that man can talk about movies. I
0: mean, people have heard Ruben talk about in the 2021 one. Yeah, you
1: you guys were talking about video games and, like, a lot of different stuff back then. So, I can't talk about that stuff. But you will see me on, like, our major updates. We will be doing something for the summer and uh, winter animes that are coming out later this year. Mm -hmm. So, you'll be hearing me on that. Also, um, we're going to talk a little bit about, like, our predictions and hopes for the future, you'll just see a lot of new content coming out. Yeah, We're going to be pushing of Geeks and Goddesses into full production. And Fran and I came up with the idea that it's going to be of Geeks and Goddesses because I am the geek and Fran is the goddess. In his eyes. Yeah. And so we are going to be pushing this a lot more. And so the more episodes you see, you know, you'll see me a lot more. I want to hear all the opinions you guys have to say it on instagram check us out at of geeks and goddesses on instagram i have a lot of free time on my hands and so fran lives a completely different lifestyle than me i am awake for nearly 20 hours of the day i'm not i am addicted to caffeine and so i I play a lot of video games and stuff uh we'll have like a lot of episodes where i just it might be even me solo where i'm just gonna talk about video games like league of legends our favorite topic i can talk about league i can rant about league i might have my friends on there and we'll just talk about it, and we're going to just push a lot, but we're going to be updating and resourcing a lot of the the updates to the, of Geeks and Goddesses. Uh, Like I said, the Kofi page, right now we're only sending out stickers. I'd love to send out more things to you guys. Get your opinions on what we want to have on the show.
0: We're restructuring yeah. the we're, podcast now. That's very, um,
1: very minuscule because we still want it to be for all of our otaku friends, all of our friends. All who, of
0: our friends. Just our friends yeah, in all, general. all of our
1: friends and, you know, all of our viewers because there's a lot of you guys. And so, we want to refurbish more than anything and make this a bigger thing than ever, especially in 2022. We're in the beginning of 2022. We want this podcast to pop off to all the people. I got Fran this mic last year. That's why we're able to do this so well before um, we would have to do this separately and then, you know, like, Fran would have to merge the audio. A lot of work now. We have a dual caster mic where we are looking yeah. at each other. We're just making this a lot cooler and a lot more interactive. a lot too. more
0: a lot more easier too and I'm so thankful that like you were able to give me this. And now that we will, we spend like a lot of time together anyway, so it's a lot more easier for us to just sit down and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and plus I will be, I'm moving in with Soon, two of my best yeah. friends uh, in a couple of weeks. So we all have a dedicated spot for that. I'm going to make a of Geeks and Goddesses spot. <laughs> a corner. Yeah, just a little corner for us to be able to do this. You're going to hear my friends, Brian, and a bunch of people on this. Just be excited. Be ready for this. And we're going to start talking a little more on the people we want to dedicate into this episode.
0: Yes. So, again, that's a lot of updates. But I know for sure, slowly but surely, we'll keep pushing this stuff out. Michael, I love you. Thank you again for coming on this episode. You talked a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can rant forever. And that is my big thing. I am a massive talker. I will talk all the shit in the world. So if you want to rant and debate with me. Uh just at me.
0: Debate Corner.
1: Yeah. Uh we'll we'll probably have that as something too. But uh you're gonna see me a lot more. It's nice to meet you all if I haven't met you, but if I've met you, you know who I am. <laughs> I am ya boy
0: ya boy ya
1: boy mike ellis in the flesh
0: so thank you again michael i love you thank you so much for coming on this episode and just ranting with me the editing process is going to be very fun definitely we are restructuring the of geeks and goddesses podcast i'm trying to make this big as possible i we have reached 350 listens all throughout you guys gave me so much love last year and even this year and i'm very excited to see where this podcast can go again i'm going to be pushing. a lot more updates on Instagram and stuff like that. But thanks for strapping in and listening to Otaku Rants version 2 of me and michael talking about everything and anything under the sun about anime mm-hmm. if you guys have your opinions on it dm me let's chat on yeah, instagram i will
1: gladly speak to anyone about my <laughs> awful opinion attack on titan is a fucking mid-ass show okay let's whoa, go whoa, 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 let's go hey i'm, I'm trying to wrap
0: this up i'm <laughs> trying to wrap this up <laughs> thank you guys for listening thank you michael for coming in on the show all the lovely humans that I that we have mentioned in this episode, I'll link them in the description. If you'd like to support the podcast, consider checking out our Ko-fi page. That's ko-fi.com slash of geeks and goddesses. That's ko slash of geeks and goddesses. Every donation that you guys send will go directly to support the podcast and we'll actually shout you out in a future episode as well. Whether that be your personal or your business page, just let us know and we'll shout you out as a thanks to donating to the podcast. And don't forget to check out our anchor page. That's anchor.fm slash of goddesses. If you go there, it'll give you a mini bio to let you know of who we are, where else you can listen to the podcast, as well as a link to our Instagram page. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening.
1: And you've now heard from our two lovely ghost hosts, Mike and Fran.
0: Mike and Fran. What's up? Thank you again. Thank you guys for listening. May the force be with you. Be annoying and chase your dreams pierce the heavens and i will see you guys soon
1: wait i need an intro oh
0: yeah no you need an outro
1: my outro bro this shit's sick howdy partners it's time to keep listening later on
0: yeehaw